0: Thanks for tuning in to Organic Matters. I'm going to start this part of the show talking about something that's near and dear to me because I use one on a very regular basis, and that's an e-bike. It's an electrical-assisted bicycle. I have some pretty bad legs, but I need the exercise. And it's been the best, I guess, for over the three years. i really began to have to work on my, my, my leg health. Nothing has done more good for me than, than my uh, electric-assisted bike. So I came across a, an article that just got finished. I'm going to give you the whole name only once because it's a ridiculous name uh, why they do this. It's a recent survey from the United States Conference of Mayors, mayors all across this country. And here's the titling, and I'm only going to do it once, and then I'm going to shorten the name. Leveraging new technologies to modernize infrastructure and improve energy efficiency in America's cities. Okay. Okay. From now on, it's just be called leveraging new technologies. But they did do some interesting findings, both that I agree with all the way, but things they didn't do, I also wish they'd have spent some time on. Of the 103 mayors surveyed, over half, 55% believed that all electric vehicles were the most promising technology from a list of 20 options that they were given to help make their cities both safer and, of course, less polluting and cleaner. Now, the top, as I said, was all electric vehicles. I'll explain that in a minute. Second, they chose, of course, low-energy buildings. other words, rebuilding their buildings to work more efficiently. And the last of the whole 20, I won't go all the way to the bottom because some of it, I don't even know why they brought it up. But the other one would be to go to energy-efficient appliances and pumps, and that means electrical, air conditioners, and everything. That would make a, that was third or fourth on the list. Right below that, but so close I guess I should have to count is also LED and energy efficiency lighting for all street lights, buildings, and everything in town. And I also like the fact that on, of the top five was solar electric generation. Any other kind of electric vehicles? Number one for me? since I live with one on a daily basis, is an electric-assisted bicycle. And I'm going to give you a little bit of the pros and cons on the bikes, but this this idea that they did such an extensive study and didn't include the fact that not thousands are now, but millions of miles, especially if you go into Europe, and we'll talk about Europe, have now been saved not using automobiles of any kind, but rather... I call it human power, but even with its electric assisted, which mine is when I need it, it's a very efficient way to transport yourself to and from work and a number of other places. And it depends on the situation, I know, but what would be better than getting some exercise? You don't even have to, I don't think on any of the bikes, maybe a few, you don't have to use the electricity. When I'm on flat ground and I'm just pedaling, I intentionally turn it all off so that I get the exercise of getting where I'm going. And if I get in a bind, because I do have a a really bad leg, I turn a little switch on and it helps me up the next hill. And when it's easy to go again, I try to do over half my rides always are not electrically assisted. I did look through the whole article. The all-electric vehicles uh, and the report clearly meant e-cars. And the entire 20-page document did not even mention e-bikes or other electric vehicles. Here's kind of an interesting factoid, though, I did come across. New York City's plans for a massive EV charging network will be with over 40,000 chargers capable of serving 400,000 electric cars. And that's all going to be in place, especially now that the money has been supposedly appropriated for the entire project. But if you think people fighting over parking spaces is a problem, (laughs) you ain't seen nothing yet if they don't do this. And again, in the entire report, not a peep about any other electric or electric-assisted vehicles of any kind. I do want to kind of make a note here so you'll know. Just a whole different approach in Europe. So they're not ignoring e-bikes in Europe. And they are promoting them for use everywhere e bike can enable alternative ways to travel to the private car for people living in urban, suburban, and even rural areas, where the public transportation network can be sparse, infrequent, and in many places doesn't even exist. Referring to an e-bike study, I did find e-bikes and their capability to reduce car CO2 emissions finds that e-bikes could reduce carbon emissions Significantly, and that the e-bike carbon reduction capability is greatest in, interestingly, in the rural areas. The study estimated how far individuals are comfortable and capable of going by e-bike and noted that they were particularly useful on the urban fringe where people are sort of forced to own cars. They did statistical analysis to figure out what proportion of the population would fit to ride an e-bike while carrying an average of 33 pounds over and above the weight of the bike and the and the rider, which is equivalent, they just kind of made this an arbitrary number, to carrying a small child, 30-pound 30, 30 child, on your bike, or a good day of shopping, shopping bags, and uh, day-to-day basic items that you might uh, to want to go and get while you're on your bicycle or e-bike. They assume... There were safe infrastructure, which, where I've lived two different places, and that was wonderful, noting that this is a governance issue, not a question of the ability to ride the bike. The study did sort of point out that the average maximum distance people are really willing to want to go on an e bike for normal transportation is around 20 kilometers. That's about 12 and a half miles, folks, for those of us that do miles and um, maybe enough for someone in, you know, rural parts of certain parts of our country to make it worthwhile. Unfortunately, North America is much more spread out than Europe. It's a very useful, useful distance in Europe. The study showed various areas of the country from 1970 all the way to the year 2018. The biggest single change in population has been moving into the large suburban areas, which would be pretty good for bicycles. The urban areas, it's interesting, the percentage of people living in true, true rural areas have actually gone down. In 1970, about 23% of the population of this country was living in a rural area. Now it's down to only 14%. So we are moving in or closer to either smaller metropolitan, suburban areas, or what's called the urban core, which unless you're a real city liver, you probably don't uh, do a lot of that. Although... Places like Washington, D.C., New York City, Boston, they they still have a third of the population of of that area, all of which could really, really improve the environment and their health for that matter by doing more biking, especially with e-bikes just in general to kind of paraphrase this thing because it goes on and on. you know how they do these studies. What it really just points out is in the urban, suburban areas, especially urban cores, that a bike or a biker, an e-biker, gains a lot of things. They gain their health. They gain cleaner air. They certainly save a lot of money over using an automobile on a daily basis. And Pretty soon, they claim there's even gonna be free charging areas for bicycles, and there is in some areas already, just just not dissimilar to what we're doing to cars on a larger scale. I should mention here, because I've been looking at this actually for a decade, ever since they started really talking about e-bikes. Places like the Netherlands and some of the Scandinavian countries, over half the population on a daily basis, he either goes to or from work and to other casual situations like shopping on bicycles. And right now, the e-bike is actually, in the country of the Netherlands, there's actually more e-bikes in most of the cities than there are regular bicycles there. So this can be done, and it can be done well. It's going to take some infrastructure. I am in the D.C. area right now, in a suburban area, and there's trails everywhere, mostly uh, black pavement paid but there are cement trails. There's also just some gravel if you want to be cross-country and go through the parks and things. But you can get from point A to point B many times without using any of the major roads, which I don't like to get on. I mean, I feel, you know, I, I like if you've got a bike trail or even a bike lane is nice. But, but here, they actually run the, the bike trails, a number of them, parallel to the sidewalks so that you're not even in the lanes where traffic are. My other exposure was in Ashland, Oregon. And this was about a year, year and a half ago. I had already, this is the same bike I have now. I could basically do all the, the, I was a couple miles out of town in a rural area, but I could be in town in eight or ten minutes on the bike, do all my shopping, do everything I needed to do, go to the bank and be back home. In some cases, almost as faster, faster than cars at five o'clock traffic, because I cut through and used the many, many miles of trails that they had. One was 18 miles long and actually went from town to town if you wanted to do it. And there were a few diehards that were actually using their bikes to go to work those longer distances. You know, younger guys mostly, and, and a few few ladies I, I rode with. But it does work, and you do get used to it. As a matter of fact, I don't know, for those of you that might be people that kind of have always wanted to work out and be kind of stay in shape. I look forward to the rides. Yes, I did have an automobile, and if it was a really rainy, nasty day, yes, there's times, although I see some of these guys just get in their rain gear and jump right on the bike and go, I didn't have quite that much uh, energy then. But anyway, I just want to throw that in as a personal aside. These things do work, and they work well, and they're being very accepted. People are so courteous here that I basically own the right-of-way. If they're coming and there's an option between the bike lane and the car lane, the car waits on the bicycle here. The other argument I came up with in talking to a lot of people about it is people, there's always a few people who say, well, not everybody can ride an e-bike. Well, that's true, and not everybody can drive a car for that matter. But the conclusion remains that from any basis of comparison, be it's speed of the rollout, cost, equity, safety, Of course, the uh, space taken for driving or parking, the embodied carbon or operating energy e-bikes, e-cars for a majority of all the population that wanted to take time to take advantage of them. Why the politicians and the planners in North America here are ignoring the opportunity is kind of a mystery because there are some that aren't. There are some cities that are really promoting the uh, building of bike ways as what I like to call them, and they're becoming quite popular, and it's become a, I want to use the word, very socially acceptable way to get around. If you haven't tried it, even on a regular bike or an e-bike, give it a try. You know, when the weather's decent and, and you want to start out easy, you'll get more used to it as time goes by. Believe me, you're going to find it enjoyable, number one, very efficient, a heck of a lot of money-saving opportunities, and you'll just, I'm, I'm, my bet is a good number of you will just learn to enjoy it as an excellent alternative to driving that car everywhere. Thanks for taking a minute to one of my rants and, uh, and listening. We'll be back with Organic Matters. Right here, wherever you're picking me up on, it's over a dozen, I think, podcast releases now, a couple of live radio stations I'm on, so just uh, always look for me it's organicmatters.info is my personal URL you're welcome to use. Or just put the name Organic Matters in, whether it's Apple. Sometimes I have some competition. Believe it or not, I'm not the only organic matters there is. I think I'm the only organic matters with this kind of a format. But uh, you'll find two or three and then find the the one that's about sustainable living and organic uh, gardening. And been on twenty-two years, you ought to be able to come across me. I'll be back.